0: Hi everybody, welcome to episode 5, aka episode number 71 of the new Intercontinental Ballistic Edition of the Bar Souls podcast. I'm your host Stu, joining me as always from deep in the jungles of Northern Thailand is our good friend Brett. How are you Brett?
1: Hey man, how you doing? That was a much cleaner time. That was great. Yeah, we leave smooth it in? like silk. Hey, like silk. <laughs> yeah. Hey man, uh, man. Tell me about your. I'm uh
0: I'm fucking tired as per usual. Just working and like going to work, coming home, eating dinner, and then like starting my second job and then doing that and hoping for an hour or two to watch tv at the end of it before i go to sleep it's all very dystopian and
1: depressing to be honest i feel like you're in the wheel in the in the wheel the hamster just it keeps I'm, turning. i am day i on, am the hamster on. yeah,
0: yeah you are the hamster the duck the duck on the on the freezing pond have you seen that one where he's Looks calm. You can see the top of the duck and he looks calm, but underneath the water, his legs are pumping like crazy
1: oh, to yeah. keep the pond from freezing. Yeah. To keep the pond from freezing. Yeah. Or just to swim. I don't know. How does that work? <laughs> Do ducks stop ponds from freezing? Is that true? Like if no, you put ducks but, in a pond, it doesn't I, freeze? I don't know. I'm not Canadian.
0: I don't know how. I think if the water is moving enough, it's less likely to freeze. Obviously, if it gets to a certain point of coldness, it will freeze either way. But I think if uh, if it's moving rapidly, that prevents it from freezing to a certain extent. I think the idea of the cartoon is that the duck is, he's got like a, he's on a frozen pond and there's like a, he, there's a circle of unfrozen water that he's in and the idea is that he, if he stops kicking his legs, the water's going
1: to freeze and he'll, he'll die. Yeah, I see now. <laughs> yeah, it's, it does feel a bit dystopian, doesn't it? <laughs> I'm, dude, I'm from Queensland. I, I, I defer to you when it comes to ice. Like the only time water freezes in Australia is, for the most part, is in the fridge. It's not. I, I didn't. I didn't know. Maybe there was something about ducks. I was just like, shit. I don't know. Is that's like, that why they're protected by the queen? Oh, that's a swan. But, yeah, <laughs> the swan. You know, you All the swans belong to the queen. That is, we've discussed that. I think that's true. I think that's correct. It sounds true. Sounds it true. sounds I like
0: mean, one of those things that's either true or an urban myth that everybody thinks
1: is true. Yeah, for sure. Well, it also sounds like <laughs> one of those things where people only read the first line of the law. So, you know, <laughs> it's a bit like a lot of the lines in the Constitution, right? Yeah. Oh, A uh, (laughs) well-armed, the people have the right to bear arms like a well-armed militia, yeah. (laughs) The Queen owns all the swans. No one read it anywhere past that. And uh, someone goes eventually and unrolls the scroll. It's got the Queen's words on it. It says, (laughs) I own all the swans and all of you bitches. And you're like, oh, (laughs) man. (laughs) (laughs) We yeah. that bit out. <laughs> <laughs> surprise i own everything yeah.
0: there's like a, a clause about bitcoin from 100 years ago <laughs>
1: yeah i own mathematics <laughs> i own mathematics yeah. therefore i own all of the the crypto
0: <laughs> and
1: i also because i own everything i own every stupid nft i also own the letter a you're gonna to have to give that up Stu.
0: <laughs> i bought uh i didn't buy Papa John's was giving away <laughs> <laughs> Papa John's. Papa John's did an NFT giveaway of NFT backpacks. So, oh my god! So I have a, I have the NFT of a Papa John's backpack now. Okay. So <laughs> cost on. me nothing, nothing,
1: Here's, nothing except for <laughs> you know dignity. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, So on, I need to, I need to. Just, back up the, the NFT truck a little bit here. Uh, so I understand the potential for owning like a piece of art that you might want to pass on as we've talked yeah. about, but a backpack has a function and you got to put things inside it. And how do you put things inside a JPEG? You can do it if you're in the metaverse. Is it a, is it a 3d backpack? Is it a model yes. of a 3d backpack? Yes. And
0: Someday, when I have an avatar in the metaverse, It'll be the in theory, out. I could I could take my Papa John's on my avatar and walk around in the metaverse with my Papa John's backpack. That's amazing.
1: Um, in, a, <laughs> in an environment of infinite possibilities where you could literally be anything the human mind conceives, these companies are overreaching and they think people are like, yeah. Kids are gonna to want to have a Papa John's backpack NFT. Like it's gonna be all the rage in the metaverse. In the pod, I don't stuff it full of dildo NFTs yes. and lube NFTs. Yeah, Superman, Superman, you know, superpowers in the metaverse. Forget that Papa John's. <laughs> Papa John's backpack. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those. I things. feel like we're gonna be we're gonna be recording a pod like
0: fifteen years from now. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna be saying, Brett, I've just sold my Papa John's backpack NFT and bought a condo in in Thailand, and I'm I'm moving there. That's just gonna that's that's gonna be the end result of this uh, investment I've made today.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> when you when you're sitting around the pub talking to people, how did you how did you make your money? And some people are like, oh, I made it in war bonds or I made it in uh, people (laughs) smuggling and you're like fucking Papa John's and FT and got it it for free
0: way back in 2000 dickety
1: 22 I'm really glad the mathematical power of the humankind (laughs) is keeping this alive (laughs) (laughs) we're not crunching like astrophysics equations or storing the value of humanity's wealth we're just like (laughs) Giving you a little the equivalent of like having the cool spot seven up video game on the Sega Mega Drive or whatever it was. <laughs> like if it if it does become that, which I think is quite valuable now, then yeah, you definitely get your condo and you'll be able to record the I Told You So podcast and it'll be glorious. It'll be glorious.
0: <laughs> think of the think of the man hours that went into like crafting those 3D Papa John's backpacks that they then gave away as NFTs.
1: Yeah. It's um, actually it probably took about 20 minutes. They probably just went to one of those stock, stock, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, like one of those stock <laughs> asset websites and they just bought a backpack and they just lazily put the corporate logo on the front while like, this kids will love it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> It was made in in one of the special economic zones in the Philippines. That's right. In a sweatshop,
1: they just make <laughs> NFTs in a sweatshop. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, uh, it's unnaturally warm because of all the computing power going into running the blockchain in that room, and they don't provide them with air conditioners. They so just leave them out in the wind, and uh, it's really tough. Those conditions are going to be rough. Dude, one of
0: them, one of them comes up to the manager and says. Uh, Excuse me, it's a little too hot in
1: here. What part of sweatshop didn't you understand? He just throws... Yeah, exactly. He just goes and picks up the employee and like throws them through the wind turbine because they're all clean energy mining. And then everyone Uh, else just puts their head back down. So anyway, it's gone a bit off the rails. (laughs) (laughs) Good to see you again. Did you notice I... uh, in, the, in my uh, metaverse, I've changed all my emojis to black emojis. Yes. Uh, yes. I think it's great. Um, because, because you won't be, be caged in by political correctness. I'm not going right? to be... Well, I could be anything. I could be Papa John's. I could be... Do you know <laughs> sorry, I got to totally... Back to that crazy I tangent. See. Do you know that Papa John was, like, kicked out of the company, right? For, for being racist? Yeah, for being, like, deeply racist. And apparently he's addicted <laughs> to, to his pizza. Like, he eats, like... The equivalent of like three pizzas a day, and he, he, tell, he goes on Twitter and he tells people he's still quality checking the product. Uh, it's, I think he's losing his mind actually. <laughs> yeah,
0: speaking anyway. of losing your mind, I see uh, your lockpick set arrived
1: that you ordered online. Yes, yeah, dude, yeah. Um, it's fantastic. So it came about. Uh, three days ago, and uh, we were in the middle of work. So, I, but I, I pulled it out really quickly, and I was like just playing around with one of the practice locks, and I managed to yeah. pop it. And I was like, "I'm a genius! This is great!" <laughs> so then, of course, the first thing I did was go over to a real lock and I stuck the the turning device and the, the different ranks into the office door, and I, I I managed to unlock it and then break the lock. <laughs> And then i think kev had to like drill it out of the door frame and reassemble it and it was was, uh well in the uh in the post-apocalyptic world
0: as long as you can open the lock it doesn't matter if the lock breaks after you open it right you're not going to relock it yeah no so it's a success even though you broke The
1: experiment was su- successful. The experiment was. Uh, You're all set. <laughs> so now it's just a matter of uh, perfecting those skills over um, this summer. Yeah. And then, you know, start robbing places by order. <laughs> yeah, the lockpick is fun. Um, but I'm not sure, like, the, the demo lock doesn't appear to be that difficult. Like, a, it's pretty forgiving. Um, so I'm going to go and buy some real padlocks and then just sit on the couch.
0: and. Well, I imagine the the practice one, since you can see the internal workings, is probably uh, so you can get like a, a clear mental picture of what's going on inside of whatever lock you're... Even though the me- mechanics won't be exactly the same, you'll basically understand
1: what you're trying to accomplish, right? Yeah, for sure. It's the training wheels. Yeah. It's just you can't... You, you have to see it. You can't imagine it just from scratch. So... I guess uh, most professional lock pickers, I guess if you're trained by the military or you've just been a really bad boy at the key cutting shop, like I'm guessing they practice on hundreds and hundreds of different locks and the first thing to, you know, trying to crack a lock is um you you practice on them, right? You you don't just walk up to the oh What happened? You just cut out for a sec. Go ahead. Oh no. Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Yeah. Yeah, I'm guessing if you want to be like an accomplished safe cracker or a lock picker, you have to practice on tons of locks before you go and do it in the in the wild. Um, and there's no there's no easy way to do it. Like you, every lock is slightly different. Right. So you might have like yeah. similar classes of lock types of different barrel, different pins, different stuff. I've been going down there. Rabbit hole
0: a little bit, but, like, you've got the jargon now, hey? Yeah, yeah. The barrel yeah, yeah. and the pins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet there's like lock picking communities on like Reddit and
1: shit that you could join and talk to them about lock picking. Yeah, I'm sure, dude. I, the rabbit hole is going to go so deep. <laughs> I mean, the, the Venn diagram of people that really like to pick locks <laughs> and people that believe the apocalypse is coming is those, those circles are pretty getting closer and closer. And yeah. <laughs> It's either going to be a great thing for me, or the worst. Or I'm going to go, like, just completely down the tinfoil hat road. We'll see. Yeah. Anyways. Either outcome is fine, right? Uh, Well, I just... Like I keep saying, like, I don't want to be surprised by the apocalypse. I don't want it to happen. But I just don't want it to be, like, (laughs) caught off guard. I don't want to wake up on a Tuesday morning and go, Oh, fuck. Apocalypse is here. One, for exactly one week before I
0: was going to be ready for it.
1: Yeah, what a bummer. Damn it. I didn't get my certificate of log picking. <laughs> Still have not made that sourdough bread that I said I was going to start making when the apocalypse started <laughs> and when the COVID started. So I'm behind schedule all of my skills. Yeah. I don't be surprised by it. I went down the rabbit hole though, dude. The fog of war. Is On, uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you sent me quite an interesting, uh quite an interesting video. I gotta say, of, of, uh, I think you actually mentioned it a couple pods ago. You were mentioning about, uh, Putin kind of like, uh, speaking out, uh, like expressing the sort of the Russian perspective on, on the sort of larger situation that's led to this. Um, and this one, I guess it's, it looks like some kind of press conference that he's, yeah. And he is basically, saying, look, like, we were told in the 90s that NATO was not going to move east at all towards our borders. They've been steadily moving east ever since. They've been positioning missiles aimed at us very close to our borders. How would you feel? What if we put Missiles on the border between Canada and the U S or between Mexico and the U S.
1: Yeah. And it does, it does make you think a little bit. And he specifically said as well, like, you know, if you want to start going back through the pages of history and looking at what, what, what territories belong to what country, I mean, Texas and California were once part of Mexico. Right. So, and I was like, see all good, all good. Propaganda, all good, uh, all good argument. Like has a, a threat of truth. It, it's true for both sides of the coin, and you, I find it very hard to argue with that kind of logic. Like I'm not saying it that, is
0: hard. It is
1: hard to lo- argue with it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, that, which like is why they're up. not even bothering. Uh, yeah, I think like we were talking about the other week. I think it's if he just had have said that constantly instead of said well, we're doing a peacekeeping mission, then. <laughs> uh, I would have. <laughs> my argument was just like it, the the uh, the speaking out of both sides of your mouth, like like the two the Give it to two faces of Putin. it. It was is like belies the ability. It, it takes away any good will that you might possibly have. Yeah, legitimacy is your argument. But if you yeah. just look at the big big picture and zoom out, not to justify any of his actions, it is hard to deny some of that logic. It is very hard to know that logic. Um, And then seeing tons of clips off Twitter and now there's no way to tell what's real and what's fake and what's, yeah. I
0: saw photos of a bunch of soldiers face down on a dock saying, these are the 13 guys that were guarding Snake Island that were supposedly killed, but they're alive. Like it's it's fucking like the amount of the amount of fake shit that's on there now. It's no wonder people are are confused, right? You know the the thing that I've been that I've been railing against is they banned the fucking Russian Paralympic team from competing in the fucking Paralympics. Yeah, I know. And I, and I, I like saw this happening, and all these people are going. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. You gotta send them, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking? You want Paralympic? You want people with like severe disabilities who like train their whole lives to participate in the Paralympics that have flown to where is it? Japan? I think it's in Japan. They've like flown to Japan to chase after their dreams of a Paralympic glory, and the other teams are ref like. The other teams were refusing to compete against them, and then they fucking kicked them out and banned them. And I was yeah. like, "That seems a bit mean."
1: Yeah, is that it's a like bit mean? You've got one leg and down syndrome. It's like, do you, guys, you know? I know you want to demoralize the enemy. It's part of the strategy. You demoralize yeah. the population of the enemy. Uh Is it a, a tried and proven propaganda tactics? But that's really. <laughs> Isn't that punching down? Isn't
0: that punching so down punching a little down. bit? Like, you can't do that. I was like, you know, we went from, it was like, they took this oligarch's $500 million yacht. And it's like, I can get behind that. Like, I will applaud that. Great. Take all the billionaires' yachts. Like, seize the fuck out of them. I don't care. Um, I'll celebrate that with you. But then when you transition from seizing stuff from billionaires to kicking Paralympians out of the Paralympics. It's uh, and, and even in, even me like questioning that on Twitter, I had people like yelling at me, basically accusing me of being like a Russian sympathizer for not thinking that they should be kicked out of the Paralympics.
1: Yeah, you <laughs> How dare you defend the weakest of society, regardless of the nation <laughs> that they were born in. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, I know. And then, and then don't get me started on the fact that it's an incredibly communist act to seize private property. Uh, and don't get me wrong, I don't think getting behind seizing Russian oligarchs boats is a good thing. Don't, I'm not saying they're good people and they got their money know, by like I just know. working hard <laughs> in the mine. No, I mean, they're dodgy fuckers. But at the same time, if you let – it's a bit like if you – if you don't, if you let the government like censor <laughs> your money, it doesn't stop with just truckers. It eventually it becomes anything they don't like. And if you let them start taking sure. billionaires' yachts just because they're Russian, I'm not saying they're good people. But if you do let yeah. them take, comp- confiscate private property, then the boundaries of that mandate grow over time, and then. W- well, this was we the thing. This is this is the,
0: the 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 sort of mental bridge that I've been trying to cross here, where I've been going. You know, they announced, okay, we're imposing sanctions. And it's like, to me, that's like a political thing between two governments. Then it was like, oh, and now we're going to take this guy's yacht and all his money. Mm. Which is like, that's not a sanction. That guy, like, okay, that's an oligarch, but it's just a dude that's really rich. That's not an economic sanction against the government. No, that's right. That's like personal conversation. There's a real there's a there's a very clear line between imposing sanctions
1: and just stealing people's shit right yeah yeah, yeah. i mean because it, eventually it goes down the line and then you can take all russians people's things no matter where they are yeah and it's not it's not a good idea look i started looking at uh i went i started noticing some patterns in behavior so you you notice them seizing like the property of oligarchs and thinking that's uh, you, you were like, "That's okay," but I don't think it's great. But then it's you, not that you I think it's Olympics okay. Thing. It's that I I can applaud
0: it. I, I can know. be like, "Yeah, fuck, fuck those fuck those oligarch billionaires." I can like, to a certain extent, even though on principle I know that it's wrong and weird and probably not a great sign for the future, I can still sort of look at that and go, "Yeah, fuck that guy." <laughs> sure, his
1: sure, 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 sure. yeah, you know. But yeah, that's the all Paralympians. Saying. Not not. Not as easy to uh, to dismiss. I, I I heard about the Olympics thing, and I, I I worked out that what was it? Germany had the Olympics in nineteen sixty three. World War Two broke out in nineteen thirty nine. I think right, yeah. Uh, so by this measure, we just had the Winter Olympics and the Paralympics. We've got three years until we're at full. War. In two axes powers. Yeah. Yes. Right. Yes. We say so now by this by this sort of timeline, the simulation gives us two and a half to three years before it's like on like Donkey Kong. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. Well, this is, like, see the, the algorithm pops the, out. <laughs> the,
0: you know, the sort of the argument, the argument. When I was sticking up for the for the Paralympians, the argument that I was getting back was like anything that. Uh, anything that makes life uncomfortable for Russians so that they will apply pressure to Putin to end the war is justified. Yeah. Which seems like really fucking
1: weird logic to me. No, I agree. Um, This ties into the, exactly that thought ties into the, some of the propaganda that, that we see like thickening. So you know, you always see, I, I, I made a list and I was like, one of the things I listed it was, yeah, you always see the, the attempt uh, to demoralize the enemy's population always. And it's done with economic sanctions, but we know those really hurt the population more than the, the, the hierarchy. Yeah. Um, always. You know, Pornhub porn turned off service. That's egregious. That's fucking egregious. So many good contributors. So many That's good... just cruel and unusual. Some, yeah, exactly. So many good uh, Soviet ladies have been providing Pornhub content out of the, just the enjoy, sheer enjoyment of it for years and now they're getting ripped off. That seems a bit punitive, Pornhub. It's not right. Apple stopped selling stuff because the Russians invaded the Ukraine. Apple. Yeah. Yeah. But they didn't they didn't mind selling fucking iPads to Americans through Iraq, Afghanistan, Syria, yeah. Libya, you know, yeah. the list goes on. It seems like a very coordinated event by to to demoralize the enemy.
0: The 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 uh the hypocrisy is mind-boggling. It's mind-boggling and like I keep wearing myself out pointing out the hypocrisy. Yeah. And then either being labeled either being told that I'm doing whataboutism, right? Or that I'm or that I'm a Russian sympathizer. Yeah. Or that I'm just generally an asshole. It's like that's how it always ends up, no matter how salient my original point was. <laughs> I know. And
1: the problem is, yeah, it's just <laughs> similar things have been happening on this side of the as <laughs> yeah. well. It's uh it's difficult. Um because it's a bit like the the COVID things have already situations already shattered everybody's mind. And yeah people are instantly galvanized. I mean there is no or there is very little uh independent sort of outside thought about the situation. And it's when you start pointing out that hey, this is the same voices, the same media companies, the same talking heads that were um, talking us into all these endless wars that we've had over 20 years are the same people doing this right now. And they're in uniform headline around the world. Don't you think this is a bit scary? And then you start noticing like a bunch of propaganda that comes out the same. There's all the demoralizing of the enemy tactics that you see. Do you remember uh, when Saddam Hussein was the mad king and he had all of the terrible weapons? Well, now we're doing the mad king propaganda trick i'm not saying that saddam was good and i not saying putin's good but you know you remove all moral opposition to attacking them because you pretend that they're driven by like um a different moral center than than us there's no way to yeah, identify yeah. with them they're off the rails and they have yeah. an unconscionable need for conquest yeah we see that uh you see that like the defiant heroes narrative that you had with what was that island called Snake Island. Snake Island. Yeah. Right. And then they're, you know, you're spinning the defiant heroes on your side. You're, you're oh, showing it's... endless en- enemy incompetence, like, you know, tractors towing tanks. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. The, you know, the trucks running out of fuel and everyone's poorly equipped. You, you show a couple of the natty population joyriding in tanks. I mean, these, these yeah. things individually, I'm not saying they're not happening, but it's very. You can see these patterns, right? We saw the same things happen in 100% in Iraq. 100%. Yeah. It's uh it's propaganda. Like
0: it is propaganda. Yeah. Like there's no way that it's not propaganda. And it's they, like you said, it's not like these things aren't happening, but it's definitely play I find it hard to believe that it doesn't play a part in how visible those things are made. Yeah. How they're right. sort of pushed to the to forefront and <clears throat> We all we all saw the fucking armored personnel carrier getting dragged off by the by the tractor. Like everybody knows that that happened.
1: The intentional footage of like enemies surrendering, or oh yeah, ace pilots. I know that was fake, but it was. It was from a video game, but like, you know, the ghost of Kiev, the (laughs) ace pilot that takes out seven enemy wingmen for every landing, every takeoff he does. (laughs) Uh, The reporter's in peril with helmets on while they're actually standing like two feet from the hotel buffet. (laughs) Uh, You know, oh, there's always a, this is a great one. I'm not saying this doesn't happen, but there's always a grandma with a sign who's lived through all the wars before. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Standing in the crowd, protesting. I'm not saying it doesn't happen, but these things are being pushed to the front. The the dad, you know, the dad crying on his son's coffin. Yeah, these. Are, right? I'm not saying these things aren't happening, but it's interesting that they're hitting every single propaganda point. And I, I'd like to remind you that these exact points, these exact techniques, were used during all of the previous wars. You can line yep. up the same media, the same things, and. Yep. Yeah, I mean, even down to Zelensky, you know, standing with the common man. It's like, yeah, I also oh, saw George...
0: people love him, eh? Oh, they, they do. What a great piece a of propaganda. Like, stand yeah. out I'm with the people.
1: Dude, I'm not... Once again, yeah. not saying he didn't go down into yeah. the streets, but at the same time... <laughs> we saw George Bush wearing that flight uniform with his Balls all tied oh, yeah. up on the deck of the character, <laughs> mission, uh, carrier, mission accomplished. It's like we yeah, see yeah. this shit every fucking war. We see the yeah. same bullshit. And then if you point out that these patterns are incredibly obvious, you just get told you're a Putin cuck simth. Yeah, it's and weird. It's just, you can't.
0: It's very, it's very frustrating it's very frustrating, yeah. like, seeing these things and acknowledging them and being yeah. dismissed out of hand as, yeah. like,
1: and there's something wrong with you for saying this. That's right. No, <laughs> Neither so of us are sitting there saying, like, yeah, Putin's a good guy. <coughs> and neither of us are sitting there saying the West is a good guy. What we are saying is, hey, we've seen this pattern very clearly before. And people go, cuck.
0: Yeah. Uh, over, right? and, yeah.
1: You know, all of a sudden you don't get your match on tinder if you you know yeah it's like you've got to put your height i think the height's a big one and you've got to put a ukrainian flag
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh you also you had sent me the another thing that everybody heard about was that uh putin that the Russians were firing on this nuclear power plant mm. and that that was like a signal that what they actually want is for everybody to die. Um, right. And the world was gripped for a little while by this, the fact that this power plant was a nuclear power plant was on fire. Yeah. Um, and then they put it out <laughs> and that was that.
1: And that was that. You,
0: did you send that to me? Did you send that to me because you were you thought that the nuclear power plant
1: was going to explode? No, I I sent it to you because I was like, oh, it's never good when they shoot at nuclear power plants. <laughs> now, remember, you know, I, I was at the gym when I saw this. I was scrolling through Twitter between doing pump and iron and I showed yeah, Ryan yeah. And, and he said, don't worry, it won't blow up. But I said, no, I know it's not going to blow up, but it's just. It's never a good idea, right? Like to have fire and a nuclear power plant. Like just, I mean, <laughs> it's if it a was, you'd be allowed to barbecue in the car park, right? <laughs> yeah. It's not a thing. You don't, you don't have the staff picnic in the car park. <laughs> you don't do it. Yeah. So you don't fire, you don't have fire around reactors if you can help it. And I'm sure that when a military shooting shells into a building, even if it's next door to the actual reactor, it's not a good idea. Uh, and I send it to you because uh, I just thought. This is not good. This is not peacekeeping. <laughs> <laughs> this is not peacekeeping.
0: No, it's but, that's definitely does not fall under the category of peacekeeping but no, shells at nuclear power plants. No.
1: I didn't think it was gonna explode, but I also thought, well, everyone says it won't explode, but I I remember when they said Fukushima wouldn't explode too. And I watched that thing explode yeah. all day while sitting in Tokyo. And um that, you know, countries you think wouldn't fuck around with nuclear radiation and issues is Japan. And it turned out that TEPCO and the Japanese government like lied to the population about radiation exposure and leaks and danger and that sort of stuff. And it was far worse than was thought and what was projected actually at the time. And I was like, well, if you were shooting at a reactor and you wanted to... Uh, disguise, or have a reason for maybe a heightened amount of radioactive material in the atmosphere. Then you could shoot at a reactor, and then you could blame a little bit of the leak on that. While maybe you use smaller atomic devices in different locations. And I was like, oh Jesus, I gotta, I gotta <laughs> go back to the weights. I'm getting, I'm getting too far <laughs> off the rails. But yeah, that's what went through my mind. Yeah. It's not out of the question. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I've got a photo to send you.
0: It's it all gonna end? Where's it all where like what is the fucking end game here? I was thinking like man. like uh Max down and stops attacking the Ukraine or he takes over the Ukraine and doesn't leave and the west backs down essentially right right those are the only two and and you're probably looking at you know two groups that are loath to be perceived to back down in this situation right
1: i don't know i don't think that's what happens i don't think i think this is the start i don't think this goes away for Many, 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 many moons. I think this is the... I'm this not saying drags on for 15 or 20 years? No, I don't know. This is I the thing know. that everybody... I, I don't know. It's it's really hard to tell. Because I, if it's not the beginning of a full-blown war, it is the skirmish that is the precursor to it, for sure. For sure.
0: I just I feel not like, I don't know. I feel like it's the beginning of another Cold War more, more likely than an actual, like they'll, they'll be, they'll eventually be successful. They'll take Kiev. There'll be like guerrilla fighting going on in, in Ukraine for forever. Um, There'll be public outcry about injustices that are going on inside Ukraine at the hands of the Russians. Uh, Public sentiment will continue to turn more and more against the Russians. Um, the paranoia will be a- amped up. Everyone will start building weapons on a grand scale again, right? Yeah. Um, serves it does. Uh, you know the the larger the, the of, larger purposes that we've talked about the, the confiscation of, wealth. of of wealth. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And yeah, it's it's. I mean, when you see like RT is being kicked out of the U.S. and I think like CNN and a bunch of Western media is now. St- Remove themselves from Russia, you start start getting down to like some real old Cold War or the beginning of war, hot war sort of scenarios. Yeah. It's not it's not good.
0: Nobody nobody likes hot war. No, uh, not unless it's you know. Well, this is this is the so uh, another interesting thing that's happening here is that we've got some very prominent Russian hockey players right. playing professional hockey in North America, um, some of whom have been sort of like outspoken supporters of Putin. Um, and public sentiment is turning against them. And I feel like if you can, if if that continues, then how far off are you from, you know, I'm Assume there's a large number of Russian people living here currently, and living in the United States peacefully, just doing their thing. Do you think ever are they Russians are they next Americans? in line?
1: Uh, like gulags? No, no, like uh, like in 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 Canada, and America, you know, like in World War II when they they put all the the Americans put all the Japanese citizens in. in they did it things. here too.
0: They did. Yeah, they did I
1: didn't know if they did it in Canada or not.
0: They took so it was a big thing here. They they took because there was a lot of there was a big Japanese community, particularly here in Vancouver because it's a big fishing. Uh, we have a really good fishery here, um, and what they ended up doing, they they put these Japanese people in internment camps here, and they seized all of their wealth. They seized their homes. They seized their land. They never gave it back. Right. Never? Never. They never paid reparations. They never gave any of it back. Uh, those people basically had to start from scratch all over again after like building lives here and starting companies and Whoa. being like part of the the great, like the the great of ta- the... cultural tapestry that is Canada. Right. And then so, they just so got they, they, they got got... the
1: shaft. Let me clarify that. Sorry. Let me talk over you. When they got let out of the internment camps, that was it. You just have to start from scratch. Not in, yeah, in, yeah, right. They, I
0: think they, they they made some effort. Some of them made some efforts to get their to get their homes
1: back, and just got shafted. Yeah, just got the shaft. Yeah, and they were yeah. I mean, people will say, "Oh, it's uh, it's uh, hyperbole to to start." talking about these things and in some ways it is but it's also no different than the, the these are things that actually happened and when we're watching the media and the the mass formation of people's opinions really quickly solidify we've seen these things that sort have of happened before so it's, it's kind of probably i'm not saying it's going to happen but it's like none of these things are well it's not it's not necessarily
0: it's not necessarily the question of whether it's going to happen or not it's more for me it's more you know in my life when i like heard about the japanese internment camps and the injustices that they faced and and having their stuff seized and never getting it back and having to start all over again um because of something that was completely out of their control you know, I've always looked at it and gone, well, like, how the how does that happen? How could people let that happen?" But then, seeing seeing the way that this is taking shape now, it all makes sense because all you have mm. to do is run a successful propaganda campaign and convince people that these are bad people, and convince people that punishing punishing them is justified because it's sort of de facto punishing the people that are so, actually responsible for whatever's going on
1: yeah, and people, the population are, and the people the line, get right
0: the in on it. People are like, yeah, this, this
1: makes sense. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And when you've already got all this sort of free floating anxiety and tension built up in all communities around the world, you know, coming out of like the mess of COVID, you it's very easy to just to redirect that right that's the idea behind it you create you create a people a love it if you can redirect it and then you then you provide people. give it somewhere to float towards that's right yeah you just direct it after that and uh we're in that exact situation man it's a who
0: yeah. yeah it's a, i mean it's a real it's a real human thing to want to like have somebody to blame when when things aren't going well. To be able to point the finger at a specific person or group of people, people love it. Dude. Like, it's something about it is really appealing. It's strange, right? even though, like at, at the end of the day, you're still largely as a per as just like a citizen. You're regardless of whether you have someone to point the finger at or not. You're still powerless. There's nothing. You know, you don't have any, any say in what happens or how it's going to go. But you're, uh, well, you're pretty busy doing something over there. No, I'm just, what do you do? <laughs> what do you tell, you gotta, you gotta tell, you gotta tell the listeners what, what's distracting you on your phone. I
1: apologize. I just sent you a, I just sent you a picture of some awesome propaganda that I found uh, and I wanted to wanted to show it to you. I sent you four posters. Um, okay. <laughs>
0: when you ride alone, you ride with Hitler. Yeah. If you're driving with just
1: one person in the car, you're driving with Hitler. Is that what it's going to get down to? We're going to be like if you're if you're if you park your truck for too long, you're parking with Hitler. If you, you know, what I mean, this is when I think that <laughs> Americans are the there was a gas crisis right during world war Two,
0: so they yeah, needed to yeah. make sure
1: they had enough gas for planes and they were like if you're not carpooling you're actually helping hitler I thought that was brilliant and <laughs> i can't wait until we get these sort of messages thrown at us it's going to be great and then yeah the other one,
0: this wouldn't the the, the 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 one the japanese one i don't think that i feel like i like to think that wouldn't fly today
1: you can't pull like the to jet think. with scrap i believe is what the poster says There's a second poster that says you can't pop a Jap with scrap, And it's got a picture of a Japanese man, like terrible Benny Hill kind of caricature with a bullet going into his ass. And the propaganda behind that is like, you have to work really hard on the things you're building for the war effort because our boys on the front line need to make sure we pop Japs. Wow. (laughs) And then the third poster... I sent you was one with it. It's got this like sort of redhead looking maybe Austrian <laughs> girl or something like that. And it says like she may look clean, but
0: and pickups good good time girls and prostitutes spread syphilis and
1: gonorrhea. Yeah, and they were trying you to say You their, can't be the axes if you get V T. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like you send the boys they get on the boat and they go all the way around the world and it's like, oh God. First thing they do is get off the boat and like Shag some enemy spy and get gone a rear and then they're taken off the front line. I can't wait until they start saying, You're not allowed to look at Russian porn or date Russians. The Chinese. We've already had the Kung Flu Popper Jap. Some of this yeah. is coming true. Oh, and my favorite one. He volunteered for submarine service and it's got like an so old she, sailor she, and a girl she, hugging.
0: She's so, gonna she's gonna fuck him because he volunteered to go to war.
1: Now, that's what that poster says. That's what it's communicating, yes. But it's also communicated that maybe he joined the submarine service because he wants to be in a steel tube with a bunch of dudes. (laughs) It's like, could go both ways. That's a purely platonic hug. (laughs) Exactly. (coughs) He's thinking, get your hands off me. Uh, So I I like these propaganda posters. That's what I was trying to send you, and it didn't go as smoothly as I thought. All right. All right. I thought you were... uh messaging no i would not do that it's good to I'm know that you are completely aren't. focused on you <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying wow. to focus on you but your camera keeps cutting out yeah you've got to really buy some apple <laughs> devices dude
0: oh here we go
1: you do i'm sorry you just you have to
0: yeah but my end's working fine or when is it your end that's working fine? well
1: I think it's the fact that the web link that you have to connect via is not native device. And maybe but I have
0: strong North American internet.
1: You have weak Asian internet. That's right. It's gigabit. It's a fiber <laughs> optic that we custom wired into the building. <laughs> it's 980 megabytes down uh, is what we can clock it at. Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty badass. That's pretty badass. You use this internet. Yeah. It's a good, good internet. <gasps> Dude, oh, I had another different update. Nothing to do with the war. <sighs> yeah, go on. My neighbors. Thank God. Let's move on. My evil neighbors. Your neighbors. neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> like So Fresh yeah. has been baking around the clock. She's baked for like 22 straight hours yesterday. She went to bed. She got up. She's like, baby, make sure you wake me up at like 4.30 in the morning. I've got to start baking again. Okay. So I wake her up. And as I'm walking back to bed, I notice like flashing lights out on the street. And I thought it might have been a police car because earlier in the evening, for some reason, there was like a patrol car in the, in the neighborhood. Anyway, yep. I look out the window like a nosy neighbor and I see there's an ambulance parked out the front of my neighbor's house. And I'm like, you wish Whoa. death upon her. Holy you wish th- death upon her. And look what you did. I don't, I don't know if she died. There was, there was two old people getting wheeled out. Like one was getting wheeled <laughs> out on a stretcher by the paramedics not really moving and then there was an iv in their arm so i'm guessing there were some signs of life and then there was an old lady that got into a car with a younger lady it must have been the daughter or something that lives in bangkok but yeah so one by one one by one picking your enemies (laughs) off it's (laughs) You know, <laughs> this is what it drives you to, you know. Be careful of the hate that breeds between... Animals. Uh, yeah. So, you know? so yeah, you, uh, it turns out you, that voodoo is a You've
0: propaganda on yourself. Yeah, exactly. It turns out that voodoo is yeah. a thing. and uh, <laughs> Apparently so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, I don't know you what's know, happening how, how much is it going to suck when we're that old?
1: I'm
0: probably not trying they to got, upset like, my neighbours. A- I mean... I've I don't know. Any- I don't know. I feel like I'm going to be – I'm not going to give a fuck about anybody around me. When I'm that old and some like young whippersnapper like you up in the, is up in the window giving me dirty looks when I'm singing my karaoke, I'm just going to be like, fuck that. Fuck you, no, it you healthy singing. young <laughs> son of a bitch. Yeah. Uh, I'll sing my karaoke as loud as I fucking want. <laughs> Go fuck yourself.
1: Yeah, look. I mean, the chances of that are quite high. <laughs> <laughs> History repeats. Uh, the cycle, the cycle repeats. The wheel turns. I remember when, could be that when I when I did that when I did that play. Do you remember when I did that play? Yes, but I went there to go and see it, and I couldn't get in because they had people standing in the aisle, and it was like I can't get in. Yeah, I never saw well, you. Whatever. I, I'm not. I'm not holding a grudge about that.
0: But <clears throat> right next door. where we were doing the play there was a like just like a divey thai karaoke bar that never had more than like six people in it and we we were like doing the play and they just started doing like this super loud karaoke right in the fucking building next door right behind where the stage was (laughs) and uh out of all the people that were in this play like i basically got nominated to like go over and tell them to stop. So I like went over there, walked inside, like explained the situation as best I could. They like turned it down. I walked out the door before I even got back to where I started from. They cranked it right back up. (laughs) So I went back in, I went back in with 500 bot and told them like, I'll give you 500 bot to just like keep the noise down for like the next hour. And they took the 500 bot, and they turned the music down. And about 10 minutes later, they cranked it back
1: up. <laughs> <laughs> See, here's the thing. I want to clarify. I don't mind people having fun. People karaoke and drunk, I know it will come to an end. It's inconvenient for you when you were on stage. And it's a real shame that that 500 bot didn't last more than 10 minutes. <laughs> you think the Purple Persuader would have had a, at least a 30-minute Lasting effects, but yeah, I'll never be upset in that situation. Yeah, fair enough, but I'll never be upset at just the neighbors having fun and being drunk. Now, don't get me wrong, there could be limits to, to that, but it doesn't happen every single minute of every single day. These people are just grinding metal into smaller parts <laughs> of metal, yeah, yeah, in the name of. I'm sorry,
0: yeah. it sounds awful. It yeah, sounds I know, awful. Anyway.
1: So, anyway, one down, one down. <laughs> that's what it's come to you should
0: get get freshie to write a a sign in in thai that says like i told you so and hang it (laughs) that's what you get (laughs) that's your karma
1: yeah (laughs) yeah it's just uh you could do that you could just unroll like a silent protest just unroll a big sign off the balcony on the second or third floor They're just uh, you know was just something that's just like not offensive but just really unpleasant like you have to see this when you exit the building so you go in you have your lovely time whatever you do you centre yourself with this insane woman doing her baby karaoke you get your karmic center right and then you walk outside and you just see something that just makes your blood boil you know <laughs> I can't think of what that would be at the moment but you know like if you were you walked out of a church in Texas and then there was just an a, an ad for an abortion clinic. Right. Your right mind. right outside of it.
0: Yeah, Damn. lose your mind. So we need something like that. Something <laughs> like that. Yes, they never that's the uh, that's the ugly side of the whole concept of karma, right? Yeah. That that doesn't get talked about enough. Like I remember I remember a couple of occasions where I would be with Thai people talking about something unfortunate that had happened to somebody, like they got sick or they got in a car accident or their company closed down or whatever. Um, And sort of the consensus of the group would be, well, they must have done something bad. Yeah, right. But they must have done something bad to get bad karma for that to happen to them. So I don't know what the thing is that they did was bad, but if that bad thing happened to them, means they probably did something bad that it's we don't know about. Treat.
1: It's a pretty good <laughs> trick, right? Like if something bad happens to you, you're like, well, you deserved it. When? Yeah. Oh, because of last time you were here. Like the last go-round. And you're like, I don't remember any yeah, of that. Yeah, that's, the, that's like, the
0: kicker. Hey, Might what? be from a what previous
1: life. So hang on. Here's the next <laughs> trick, right? What happens if... Okay, so you do something bad in a previous life. So then your future life, your future incarnation has bad luck, right? So in that example, you got sacked from your job. That's your bad karma. You must have done something in your bad life. But what if you have been a really nice person all your life in the previous life and this life and the one before that, you know, you've got a clean slate for quite a while. And then somebody else does something fucking terrible to you. That's their bad karmic action, but you just, you're out of luck. You just happen to be the one that they did something to. Do you know what I mean? How does that fucking work? What if you were not in karmic debt and boom, someone did something terrible. That started off their cycle of being next life is going to be terrible, but you just got shafted and there's no one that says a little bit of revenge is okay. No, no, you
0: know, you
1: know, no one gets to have their falling down moment, what yeah, I don't understand. I'd be feel really upset if I'd done the right thing my entire life, and then right at the end you you know you trip down the stairs and you and there'd be someone would be like, ha karma maybe like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: some num na right song nam na some num na so i I don't remember where I heard it, but i I remember hearing somebody talking about it might have even been like a stand up routine or something but talking about uh The concept of karma and reincarnation, and that like, you're as you behave badly, you like move, you come back as like a worse and worse organism, Mm -hmm. essentially. But then, if you end up as a cockroach, how do you like live a good life as a cockroach? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It only works one way. There's no way to.
1: Yeah. There's no one. Climb the ladder, top hat in the cockroach world, (laughs) getting in a private jet. (laughs) There's no one living the good life. Like how do you, or, or how do you give merit? Like how do you exactly go, okay, I'm gonna... exactly?
0: How does how does a cockroach live a good enough life to like move up
1: move up a notch and come back as a mouse next time? Yeah, and then you're a mouse and you just get eaten in a combine harvester in a field in Missouri, and you're like, well, back down the fucking ladder again. Like I don't understand. It's it seems like a very slippery slope. I guess that's the. Then argument, you then right? you come
0: back then you come back as an eagle and spend your whole life murdering mice. Yeah. Presumably that's bad karma, right?
1: No, that's just the. <laughs> yeah, the I don't know. An eagle? No, do animals have karma? <laughs> uh That's the thing. You can go down and be a worse, lower life form, right? I know what you mean. You keep reincarnating at a lower to a lower degree, keep downgrading, but yeah, so. You can never get back. Is that it?
0: I mean, I guess maybe if just like living a single cockroach life is seen as like a punishment. Like you have to go live live a cockroach life for one cockroach life cycle. And then it's like, hopefully you've learned your lesson from that. Now we're going to elevate you. And then you can, well, eventually you'll get to be a human again and you'll have learned your lesson from all these times living as oh, shitty see. animals. You have
1: to live through all of the animal hierarchy, <laughs> and then you get to be a human eventually, and then you get to try and earn it back. But then <sighs> when you finally come back up to the human level, do you still have bad karma? Or do you get a clean slate? I'm going to have to ask Freshy. <laughs> <laughs> this is why she says, This is why I don't go to the temple. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. like, if you ask too many deep questions, it starts to sort of. Some of the things start to fall apart a little bit, you know.
0: Yeah, although that's the problem with all organized religions, right?
1: Well, it, yeah, they're the, the great the as long as you don't closely. think about them too much. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you probably should have put a "Thou shalt not fuck little children" rule on the Ten Commandments. You could have just could have just knocked off perving at your neighbor. Leave that on there and just don't fuck his kids. Slight adjustment to the rule. <laughs> that's all you got to do. That makes way
0: more sense.
1: Way more sense. <laughs> don't covet those neighbours children. <laughs> you just change one word. Yeah, it all falls apart. So
0: Yeah um, And what's yeah. wrong
1: with coveting anyway? A little coveting never hurt anybody, right? I don't know. This is gonna be one of those things where I agree with you, but also Well, I might not fully know the definition in old timey terms. Like, does covet, is it like when you use the word no, they knew each other in the Bible? It means they were banging, right? So, is the covet thy neighbor, is that got some of the, is covet like the new cuck or the old cuck? (laughs) Thou shall not cuck thy neighbor. Uh, uh. <laughs> we never get any closer to solving any of the problems of the world. Oh, we... the conversation. <laughs> Anyone who thinks they have an answer is fucking full of shit. Yeah. Really. Anyone who thinks that we have the answers is also coming to us for the wrong for the wrong reasons. <laughs> <laughs> like we're not the doctors you should be going to. But I gotta say, yeah. you, did you see speaking of like the pursuit of knowledge. Did you see we got dinged on uh, COVID for COVID conversations on Spotify? We got flagged.
0: Yes. Yes. We got flagged as, as, uh, presumably as misinformation. Okay. <laughs> so there's now a, there's now a, when you, when you look at certain episodes of our podcast, <coughs> uh, there's a little thing that says learn about COVID. And you can click on that and it will take you to, uh, I guess the approved information about COVID. Yeah, state
1: sponsored. Information. Do you think there's
0: some some dude at Spotify that like listened to our podcast and decided if they should do that or not? I'm
1: not sure. Or do sure. you think
0: it's just like a anything with COVID in the title or in the blurb
1: uh, gets one of those? I think it does probably one or two things. It probably does like a text scan of titles and descriptions yeah. and, and picks out just keywords there. And it probably also, they probably have like, you know how you get Shazam? on your phone and it can tell you yeah. what any song is. They probably have a bot yeah. that just crawls through the audio log, the audio stream and then just looks for the words covid uh, this Well, month. even the one
0: the episode the, ep- the episode that was called two people talking about something other than the virus for 40 minutes. Yeah, where flagged. we intentionally don't talk about it at all, that got flagged.
1: Yeah, but I haven't gone back to listen to it. Do we slip into it? I don't know. <laughs> we might. But I, I think no, idea. I think I think we didn't. I think we didn't. It's interesting. I wonder how long it'll be until they start flagging our podcast with like understand learn the learn truth about, about Putin. Yeah, yeah, need <laughs> to learn more about the Ukraine. Do you, I wonder how long? And then how long until like do we collect them like badges of honor? Yeah. Like what's the next I want to get
0: I want to get the whole
1: collection. Yeah. You want we will get the covid we want a badge for each crisis. So we want a badge for COVID. We want a badge for uh, Ukrainian crisis. Wait until the currency crisis comes in. Every Bitcoin podcast gets flagged with, want to know more about money? And They just send you straight to the Federal Reserve's website to get your CBDC <laughs> you Want to learn coin. more about
0: fiat currency? Yeah. Lovely, lovely fiat currency.
1: Yeah. And then it's going to be, want to learn more about karma? That will never
0: happen. The uh, fuck, I lost my train of thought. I had something something there for a second and I lost it. Oh, yeah. So, one of the things we talked about early in the the Ukraine crisis was the potential for large amounts of wealth to be moved into the crypto market Mm -hmm. as the uh, people with money in Russia attempted to protect themselves against inflation and the devaluing of the ruble. Uh, and that hasn't come to pass. There was like a brief, there was like a little kind of anticipatory spike in prices, and then they started, and then they dropped. So clearly, uh, they that uh, they haven't been using crypto as a shelter for their wealth.
1: Well, I don't think it's going to be an overnight thing. Uh, and I don't, we, did, we saw what it went from like 36 to 45 and then it's sort of come back down to about 39 at the moment. The market in its general. But that's not to say that I, I haven't looked at like the where the wallet addresses have been like uh, accumulating. But it doesn't mean that that hasn't happened. It could be that a bunch of Russians have moved money into Bitcoin and a bunch of other people have been deleveraging risk in other parts of the world. And taking money off the table, yeah. so I don't know how that nets out. But what I do know is that the richest, the oligarchs with their yachts getting stolen, they're not worried about they're not worried about their Bitcoin. Uh, you know, harboring. a where Sorry, start that again. The oligarchs getting their yachts taken already have ways to move, hide, and protect yeah. the bulk of their wealth. And yeah, that's what they do. But it's going to be when the average, you know. Siberian guy goes. I'm going to take my money out of the Bank of Moscow, um, and I'm going to put it into Bitcoin. It's, it's that's the sort of thing that is going to evolve over the next sort of three, six, nine, twelve months. It'll be interesting remember, to see what happens. But I do you think remember? Do you remember where the utility is for the little guy? And they might. It's an education yeah. process. It's a bit like the truckers. They didn't know about Bitcoin until their money got taken away with GoFundMe, and now they fucking know about Bitcoin. And not every Russian, every most Russians are going to be just like most other Australians or Canadians and not have a fucking clue about crypto and not, yeah. not be able to distinguish the difference between like shit coins and, you know, store of wealth and that sort of stuff. And yeah. it takes a lot to understand. And it's not until it comes like for whatever reason to your doorstep and you, you learn yeah. about it on the spot. So I think that sort of adoption and knowledge will grow around the world actually as, permissionless like store of value becomes like important i think that will take time but it won't be the oligarchs moving trillions of dollars it'll be the right. little guys moving 200
0: yeah okay that makes sense do you do you remember uh, recently we we're talking about uh i was looking into buying some gold and silver mm-hmm. so on the website that i've been looking at that's for like a uh gold and silver exchange here in Vancouver suddenly they have a thing they have a like a notification on their website that says that they're due to the crisis in Ukraine they're not accepting rubles hmm so even rubles rubles that are already here lawfully in Canada can't be spent in Canada right which is like a pretty as as sanctions go
1: that's pretty nuts yeah
0: to just We're like watching a very
1: coordinated effort. Globally, yeah. by the Western banking and banking systems and media apparatus, to regardless of whether Putin's actions right now are right or wrong, we're watching a very coordinated effort to cripple. I mean, when Apple, like I said, pull out the oh, uh, we're not selling to average Russians because they're Russian, but they don't yeah. stop selling to Americans because of the same invasions over the last twenty years. You, you see the coordination. I don't know. That's crazy that you can't go and buy gold. Do you have a lot of rubles? No, I don't have any rubles. I'm, I'm fine. I'll you. be all right.
0: <laughs> now, here's a here's a question mm. that's that's popped into my head. So, let's say that you you make those sanctions permanent. You essentially make every ruble in the world worthless, mm-hmm. right? If you look at a currency as if you look at wealth as essentially the end result of labor exchange of goods whatever that you're when you invest when you invest your time and energy to make things and do work and are paid in currency that currency represents the time and effort that you've spent doing your work right yes so if you if you make the ruble worthless and all those rubles that are out there floating around, presumably all over the globe in large amounts, what happens to that wealth? Does that wealth just cease to exist? The work that was done and the goods that were exchanged and the things that were made over whatever period of time to accumulate that wealth that those rubles represent, does it, does it just disappear
1: to some extent, it depends how you, it depends where, at what at what point in the system you're looking at it. Th- think of it like this. Um, the Russians, you know, like let's say they, let's say they want to buy goods internationally. They have to settle in US dollars, right? Yeah. So what it means is your, your purchasing power against the US dollar or two, Reserve any reserve currency that you're measuring against is lowered, right? Because no one wants your yeah. rubles, so it's effectively like a wealth extraction. You, if you think of it like that, like so, if if uh, the Russians have to keep paying back continuously a lot more than they would have on any debts in foreign in foreign hold like foreign foreign held debt, so you, you strip wealth away from them in that way, like so it doesn't. It doesn't look like you're taking wealth directly out of the people's hands of russia you know you're not not coming in like cleaving off a part of their land value on their property but you're taking away their purchasing power which means you can take ultimately more resources from them you know as they have to pay back those debts so that's one way that that it doesn't it doesn't go away in the sense that like you're your money physically goes away in the bank account it's just that it doesn't do anything anymore and so that's another yeah. way to take away your wealth um <coughs> and that's that's sort of what happens right like is the same as like Saddam Hussein money or Gaddafi's yep. money whatever it was I have some Saddam Hussein money do you yeah
0: it has uh one side has a picture of him, picture of his head. The other side has a picture of him, like riding a horse, carrying a saber. It's
1: pretty sweet, actually. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Hang on to that, dude. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Um, yeah. People forget that, like, these things do disappear. So, yeah. What happened to all of the, Uru- the wealth in Iraq? Like, for example, when their currency just collapsed? Well, on a national level, you'll dollarize or you'll move into some other sort of currency. And that means so that you've got some sort of global purchasing power and you'll you'll sell off as many assets as you have to to sort of get some of that either dollarized yeah, Iraq yeah. dollarized, right? So you'll sell off your national assets, you'll sell off oil, you'll sell off resources and lots of stuff. And that eventually trickles down to like removing assets and wealth from the native population. Whichever yeah. country. So they don't go in and physically, like like the Nazis did, like take the gold out of your teeth and take the stuff out of your house. But they just they just remove it in other ways. They remove your value, your wealth storage in other ways. Um, and then eventually, like when you have troops on the ground, then it's people breaking into the palace and taking the golden AK and the yeah. diamonds out of the Kremlin and stuff like that. Like that's the end part of it. But ultimately, like when you, if a country, you know, if they destroy the ruble, then you're, you're, ultimately whatever the Russians have to use to buy into the global economy again, will cost them dearly. And you take that, like if you're selling what they have. Like if you're, if you're, if they're buying into the, they're not they're not going to in this case. But if they're buying U.S. dollars, then it's inflating the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Money. Yeah. I might have butchered slightly that, but that's, where, that's <laughs> what's what happens. It makes right? sense. It makes sense. Yeah, yeah it makes sense. Um, so
0: through 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 like kind of a convoluted process, the wealth of that nation ends up in another nation.
1: Yeah. You don't have to in go and like fill nation. up the Spanish galleon full of gold. You can just side, transfer the value in other ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. In less physical ways. So it's absolute economic warfare for sure.
0: It's... uh good case study for the hermit nations of the world eh? who just don't do business with anybody
1: there's not to many be like
0: them. nope there's very few but they exist
1: yeah i wonder um yeah i mean what north korea i'm trying to think of who else i guess Cuba. <laughs> but i mean cuba uses cuba does business with us right canadians and cubans have got yeah. a strong relationship Um, It's always what Americans say when they finally go to Cuba. They're like, oh, there's a lot of Canadians here. You're like, yeah, it's only you you guys that don't. Everyone else visits. (laughs) But, um, yeah, it's it's an interesting one, and that's why if you were... There's never been a... For exactly what you're talking about is what we were talking about last week. There's never been an independently controlled location to move value into. Um you know, you're either moving into something that your enemy controls or something that you're at the mercy of whatever you've got to sell into or to, yeah, to yeah. you know. So uh this this time round there's actually somewhere to do it. I don't think it's gonna happen overnight though. And I don't think it's gonna happen for everyone. Um it yeah. only has to happen a little bit. Uh um, yeah. But in the same statement, gold didn't make a pump last week either. Not to a yeah. huge degree. And the rest of the markets took a tumble. So we'll see how it plays out.
0: So I guess what we're really trying to say is buy
1: Bitcoin. Buy Bitcoin. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Let's get that extra badge. Let's get that extra badge on Spotify. All right, man. I'll let you sleep. Good night, buddy. Cheers, mate.